Create Art Podcast, Project, National Novel Writing Month, and National Podcast Post Month. Hello, friend, and welcome to Create Art Podcast, where I help you tame your inner critic and create more than you consume. I'm Timothy Kim O'Brien, your head instigator with over 20 years in arts and education. Now, how do I do this? Well, I provide you with commentary, interviews, discussions, and projects that will inspire you to create art. Now, this month, November of 2021, I will be podcasting daily and writing a novel all within that 30 days. I'm participating in Nay Pod Pomo, which is National Podcast Post Month, and Nay No Rimo. I did this last year. I want to do it again this year. And you will find all the episodes right here at createartpodcast.com. Now, you'll be able to listen and read along to what I wrote for the day. I do like to practice what I preach when it comes to art. So I'm challenging myself again this year to write and have you come along for the ride. It's my hope that this inspires you to accomplish your goals with your art. And if you'd like to share what you're doing, feel free to email me timothy at createartpodcast.com. So let's get this show on the road. All right, folks, I am back. Uh, I actually did write yesterday and uh, we hit the count. Uh, I just ran out of time to record. So uh, yesterday's totals, daily count was 1,000. 692 and the cumulative count was 29,320. So we'll be up over uh, 30,000 words uh, today. So here we go. And yes, I will uh, be writing today and possibly even recording today for the 21st. But for right now, you're getting yesterday's writing. What you're telling us is unbelievable. You mean to say that Myra has been around since the late 1500s and has been passed along from one family to the next, and this is the first time she's been passed to somebody who is not technically a family? What are the odds? replied Carl, astonished. Nate, I'm not sure giving you those names will be good for us. It may violate the rules of the diary, said Cheryl. Well, we can't really go any further until we get uh, a list of those uh, until we get the lists of those names, and no one has died since we started our research. So there is a chance that Harold did break the curse," replied Nate. Myra did have Myra did have another episode when I played some music earlier today. It was William Byrd's music that triggered her episode. It seems like whenever these names are brought up outside of us playing, outside of us saying them, she goes into an episode. Cheryl and I are going to have a talk about this, replied Carl. Don't take too long thinking about this. If we can find the information to help us in understanding what we're dealing with, then we can make good choices and not make the same mistakes that those other families have made. It all ended badly for the, uh, for those other folks, and I'll be damned if I'm going to let anything happen to you, little man. I don't think you want anything happen anything bad happening to Cheryl either, and neither do I," said Nate. Nate, we have to sleep on it. We'll talk to you tomorrow about this. I have the insurance paperwork mostly completed, and I have 
the retirement paperwork completed. I need a, need some help with a few details on what to put down for Myra, and maybe Angela can help me uh, with that when she gets time, said Carl. She hasn't gotten back to you yet? She's supposed to set up a meeting with you both tomorrow. Did either of you get a text message or a call? Asked Nate worriedly. I've had my phone on all day, and I was over with Carmine earlier today with Myra, and I got no call, said Cheryl. Yeah, nothing on my phone either. I I know it's hard to uh, get messages while I'm at work, but there was a message. It should should have made it to my phone by now, said Carl. Okay, maybe you got stuck in transmission somewhere along the line when you went into work and lost signal. What I want you to do is both of you reset your phone and uh, look for a message from Angela. Cheryl, did you two exchange numbers when you were at my house on Sunday, asked Nate. Yeah, she asked me the number. She asked me, and I have uh, her number saved on my phone, but I don't think I lost signal anywhere today, replied Cheryl. Who knows, maybe you lost signal and just didn't know it. I know it happens to me all the time uh, out here. That's why I have landlines in two different carriers. Give that a try and give me a call back either way, said Nate. Okay, talk to you in a few minutes, big bro, said Carl. Both Cheryl and both Carl and Cheryl hit reset on their phones. They heard a tapping on the patio door, which caused them to jump. It was Myra in her pajamas, knocking on the glass door. Carl opened it up. What are you doing up, Myra? You should be asleep right now. I was sleeping, and I had a terrible nightmare. I had a bad nightmare about Uncle Nate, Angela, and Vince. It woke me up, and you two weren't in your bedroom, so I heard voices out in the patio, and that's why I knocked on the door, said Myra sleepily. Carl and Cheryl's phones turned back on at that time and were cycling through their chat. Cheryl walked into the apartment and took Myra's hand and led her to the couch. Hey, sweetie. Carl and I were just talking to Uncle Nate, and we stepped out into the patio to not wake you up. Uncle Nate is fine. We were just talking to him, said Cheryl assuring, uh, reassuringly. Myra sat on the couch and yawned. Can I sleep here until you two are done talking with Uncle Nate, asked Myra. You should go to bed. I can tuck you in if that helps, replied Cheryl. I'm not sure I can go back to bed. The dreams seem so real, said Myra. Carl stepped into the apartment and sat down next to Myra on the couch. Do you think talking about the dream would help you fall back asleep, asked Carl. Myra nodded her head meekly. How about I pick you up and take you to your bed, and you can tell us all about it, and maybe that will help, said Carl. Myra nodded again. Carl picked her up, and Cheryl walked in front of them to open uh, Myra's bedroom door and turn on the light. Carl placed Myra gently on the bed, and she got underneath the cover. Do you need a nightlight, Myra? asked Cheryl. That might be nice, asked Myra, replied Myra. Cheryl went to the bathroom attached to Myra's bedroom and turned on the light over the toilet and came back into the bedroom and shut the door most of the way. Is that enough light for you, Myra? asked Cheryl. That should work, thank you, replied Myra. Carl and Cheryl sat on the edge of each side of the bed. So, what happened, Myra? Uncle Nate is fine, and I'm sure Angela and Vince are fine, too. Can you tell us what uh, you dreamed about? Asked Carl softly. Well, I was walking around Uncle Nate's house, and Seth and Rachel and Carmine weren't there. But Uncle Nate, Angela, and Vince were there. 
An old man came through the front door and took Uncle Nate, Angela, and Vince to Uncle Nate's office. They didn't want to go, and they were yelling at the old man, but he was so pow- he was too powerful and took all three of them into the office. They were yelling in the office, and then they were really quiet. The old man came out of the office and walked right past me and smiled at me like he knew me. I was so scared, and I was crying silently because I couldn't talk. When he left, I ran into Uncle Nate's office because the door was still open, and there they were, all three of them lying on the floor, unable to talk and reaching out to me. That's when I woke up, said Myra in a soft voice. That is scary. I can see why you woke up. But let me tell you about Vince. He is very strong and fast and protective of Uncle Nate and Angela. Vince is one of the fastest and strongest people I know, and he would never let that happen to anyone he was protecting, said Carl. But he only has one eye, replied Myra. Yeah, that's true. But even with uh, his one eye, he's faster and stronger than most than just about anyone. He learned to adapt to make up the of his eye. Uncle Nate is strong too, and his office has things in it to help him protect to help him protect to help protect him so that no one could do anything to him. In fact, he has cameras all over his property, so if someone tried to get on his property, he would know about it as soon as they stepped foot on it. Uncle Nate is well protected, and he also protects us from anything bad happening, said Carl. Carl's cell phone indicated an emergency text coming through. He hugged Myra and left the room to see what the issue was. Cheryl stayed with Myra while Carl read the message. It was not from Angela, as he expected, from Carmine. It read, Take Nate to the hospital. Not sure what happened after he talked to you. Meet me there, and, and when you can. Seems serious. Carl's heart wrote. He texted Vince and Angela at the same time about what Carmine, Carmine texted him. Panic filled his head. He berated himself for bringing his brother and his colleague into this mess. He started to breathe slowly to calm his nerves. There was no answer. There was no answer for Vince or Angela, so he texted Carmine back. He wrote, I let Vince and Angela know by text. They haven't responded. I will get to the hospital soon, just putting Myra to bed after she had a nightmare. Be safe. It took a few minutes for Carl to calm down even more, but when he felt his breathing and heart back to normal, he put his game face on and went back to the bedroom. When he got there, Cheryl put her finger to her, li- her lips to shush him, and now and he saw Myra sleeping soundly. Cheryl got up from the bed and walked out to the living room with Carl. They sat on the couch together, and Carl handed his phone to her. She read through the text messages between Carmine and Carl. Get over there now. I can watch her tonight. Let me know what's going on, though, okay? If I hear anything from Angela or Vince, I'll let you know, said Cheryl as she kissed Carl. We need to be careful with that diary and with Myra. This just got uh, turned up a notch, said Carl. Just get to the hospital and help Carmine. We can talk about this later when Nate is okay. Just go now and be careful. Don't let your emotions get you out of check on this. We'll be fine here, said Cheryl. Text me the moment she wakes up or if anything happens. Text me if you feel weird. Text me if anything out of the ordinary if anything is out of the ordinary, okay? said Carl. Just let me know when you get to the hospital. I love you. We'll get through this together, said Cheryl.
Okay, so thank you so much for listening to today's installment of Shared Diary. If you like what you heard, you can go to the website, createartpodcast.com. You can go to this post and leave me some comments and let me know what you liked and what you didn't like. I would suggest reading through last year's work first to know who Carl is and who Myra is and who Cheryl is and who all these people are. Uh, That would probably help. So again, we'll see you tomorrow. And I just wanted to let you all know, too, that sometimes I might miss a day or two in this month. Sundays are the days that I usually catch up if I miss any days during the week. So make sure that you're subscribed and following whatever podcast app you're using. And I want to thank you for listening in and reading uh, the story that I'm writing eventually will be for you. Have a great day. And this is a Gagopod East Studios production. Gagopod, where we've been helping creatives tell their story with podcasting since 2017. Take a look at gagopod.com and you'll see all of our network shows. All of them are designed to help you podcast. See you next time.